Welcome to the Summit Church Podcast. Excited to be finishing up our Proverbs series today with you guys, and I have titled this message, The Art of Listening, but that doesn't seem like a fun kids takeover service message to me. It sounds like an adult service message, so I retitled it, Hey, Hey, Listen Up, okay? Can you guys say it? Hey, hey, listen up. Awesome. I thought that was way more fun then the art of listening for the kids in the room. But it's going to be so, so full of great, great wisdom because we're finishing like our Proverbs series overall. And I have gained so much wisdom from the pastors here that have been speaking. And I hope you have as well this summer. It is so nice in our summer series just to take like a specific area of the Bible and go through it very slowly. And I've enjoyed that so much. And I hope you guys have as well. So our verse today is to answer before listening that is a folly and a shame. And that is from Proverbs 18, 13. Do you guys want to stand up and say it with me? In Summit Kids, all of our kids repeat the verses with us. So I want you to stand up with us today, and we're going to say the verse together. It is to answer before listening that is folly and a shame. Proverbs 18, 13. All right, let's go ahead and pray. Father, we are so thankful to be together in your presence this morning, God, to be having fun, Lord, and learning together how to worship God and to gain wisdom through our Proverbs series, Lord. I pray over everyone in attendance today, Lord, that especially our summit kids that are in here with us today, God. We know the responsibility that you have given us to pass this gospel on to the next generation, and we are training them up in your word, God. And I pray that you guide all of us in that, all of the parents, all of the grandparents, all of the singles who don't have kids to lift up this generation who loves and shares Jesus. It's in your name we pray. Amen. All right, you guys can have a seat. So, Something that we do in Summit Kids is we have the kids talk back to us really frequently, okay? If you didn't notice in our rules video, we say, hey, Summit Kids, and the Summit Kids say, hey, what? what?" And usually they say it with an accent for some reason because of Bessie. They're always repeating it back with a southern accent, you know, which is really funny to me. But today... We're not Summit Kids in here only, right? So when I say, hey, hey, you're going to say, listen up. So let's try it. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. You guys are so good. This is awesome. It's going to be so easy. Well, I don't know if you know this about me, but I used to be a hairdresser, okay, before I was a pastor. Oh, hi. My son's waving at me with his hat. Hi, sweetie. Hi. But I used to be a hairdresser before I was a pastor, and that kind of means I really enjoy talking. I don't know if you've been to a hairdresser who didn't enjoy talking, but that's not a really fun experience for anybody. So I love to talk, but my husband is less of a talker. And if you've ever been around him, you know this. I'm probably the one leading the conversation, and he's just 
kindly listening like he is right now in the back. <laughs> but at one point early on in our marriage, we were on a long-distance car ride. And I don't know if you've ever been on a long-distance car ride with your spouse when you're early married. It can be like the most fun thing in the world or the worst thing in the world. But we usually have the most fun time because I just sit there and talk to him and he listens to me. So all of a sudden, we're on this car ride, I think, to Gallup, New Mexico, and he begins to laugh. And instantly, I become offended, because sometimes we become offended when our husbands laugh at us, right? And I'm like, what are you laughing at, Oren? Extra sassy. And he's like, you've been talking for 45 minutes straight, and I haven't said a single word back to you. <laughs> and I said, you've been timing me? Maybe I said it or I thought it. I'm not really sure. But I was upset that he even clocked that. Like, who clocks when they are quiet and when I am talking? That is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> but anyway, I love to talk, but I've had to learn that that is not the best thing, right? We have to be really good listeners. We have to listen to other people. I have to listen to Oren. He's, I'm not the only voice that needs to be heard in our house. His is absolutely a voice that deserves to be listened to. So I have to learn to listen. So do you think that I was doing what our verse said? Do you think I was listening for any response to Oren and what he was saying, or was I just listening to the sound of my own voice? Probably my own voice, but okay. In Summit Kids, we also have a big point, and there's going to be no surprise that today our big point is listen first. Can you guys say it with me? Listen first, okay? You guys got it? Let's try one more time. All of you in the front, I want you to join me here. Okay, ready? Listen first. You guys are awesome. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> that was my daughter yelling out of turn. <laughs> so number one, our first point in this message today is that we need to listen as a friend would listen, right? Do you agree with me, Summit Kids? We need to be a good friend and listen as a friend would listen, by listening first. In James 1, 19 through 20, it says, Know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger, for the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. I personally love this verse because it explains that we should be quick to hear, so that should be our first thing, right? We should be listening first and then slow to talk, right? We need to listen and not plan what we're going to say while they are talking, right? We need to be truly listening to others. And how often are we not actually listening? I know lots of times with my kids, my sweet, sweet Jackson, who's in the room, so, you know, I'm going to change the story a little bit, but he always talks about video games, Minecraft, um, Animal Crossing. I don't even really know much about any of these games, but he loves to play video games and he loves to talk about them. And I find myself in the car just saying, yeah, mm -hmm. oh, wow, that's great, Jackson. That's great. But am I truly listening to what he's saying? Probably not. <laughs> Which, as a parent, I'm sure we get like a little bit of checkout time, right? As they're talking, we can just like write that off as something that's totally fine. But usually, we need to be listening to others, even our little awesome seven-year-olds. It has solved so many problems for me. 
Can you imagine that? If I just was quiet instead of talking, that that would solve problems for me. It would actually make me slow to anger. What? It's making me slow to anger? Listening? That's crazy. How does that make you slow to anger? Well, it makes you slow to anger by gaining understanding of what someone else is doing, right? So if we listen to where our friends are coming from, where the other people in the world are coming from with their perspective, with the things that are happening in their lives, which, with the things they have been through over their lives, then when they offend us, it's not about us, right? It's about whatever else hurt them. Does that make sense to you guys? Yeah, if we're listening to what's going on and then someone actually says something that hurts us, it's not about us, okay? And I mean, it's not even really about them. It's about their hurt. So you can just move forward and be slow to anger because I'm like, you know what? She's been through this. He's been through that. And I'm just going to let this one go because I know this isn't coming from a place of love and this isn't coming from a place of friendship. This is coming from their hurt and I'm not going to let it offend me, right? So, you know what else is really hard? <laughs> Listening when you're leading. So our second point is listening as a leader. Now, I don't know if any of you know this, but you're all leaders. We're leaders in like so many different ways, right? You're not just a leader if you get put in charge of something. You're a leader if you're a parent. You're a leader if you're an aunt, an uncle, if you're grandparents, if you're friends of someone, if you're an older coworker to someone right? You can be a leader in all of these ways. You can be a leader just to people at your work, even if they're older than you. It doesn't matter. You can be a leader to them. We are meant to be leaders. That's what Jesus has called us to do. So in order to be a leader in work environment or in these environments where we are older or we have more wisdom than everyone else, we need to what? Listen. We need to listen. We need to gain an understanding of what's going on which is so great. So in Proverbs 19.20, it says, listen to advice and accept instruction that you may gain wisdom in the future. I love that because how often do I not listen because I'm up here talking, which is so funny because I actually have a microphone right now and I just get to talk to you guys for 20 minutes is what I'm supposed to do. So anyway, I'm really, really excited about that today. But next time I'll give someone else the mic. We need to gain a full understanding of any situation before we fix it. Do you know if you are a leader of someone, you're really probably not there to give them the answer to their problem. Have you ever noticed that? Have you ever been in a situation with a leader who was leading you and all they did was ask you questions? We have some great leaders who will sit in a room with us and ask us questions over and over, ask us questions until we come up with the solution, right? So in order to be that leader to someone else, you need to care. You need to ask questions, and you can get them to their own resolution with their own thoughts, right? That's what it means to listen. You need to listen and ask the right questions to them. And today, we get to act like kids, right? Are you guys acting like kids a little bit today? That's been a little fun. I saw some of you holding some glow sticks or hitting a beach ball, and that's pretty fun, right? I think it's fun. That's why I blew up the beach balls, you know? out of breath before I did that too, before I finished it all. But I tell all of our Summit kids, where are my Summit kids at? Can I see some of you in the room? There's some of you. Hey, guys. I love you guys. Ooh. Oh, wow, they're making glow stick chains in the front. You guys are awesome. Ooh. Oh, you can shake off those chains, guys. <laughs> you don't need those. 
God's here. So I tell our summit kids all the time that they are leaders, right? They're not too young to change the world. I look at sweet little Hattie Claire, and who always compliments when I wear pink and is really the reason that I wear this jumpsuit anyway, that she can change the world, right? She is capable of changing her world and the kids around her. I'm not in the schools. She's in the schools. I'm not sitting there with her classmates. She's sitting there with her classmates. And she is not too young to teach them about Jesus or to lead them to Jesus, right? But why, as adults, do we lose that ability to dream? That could be answered in many ways. But we need to shift right now. We need to shift the mindset, and we need to think. We've had a little fun today. We got to act like kids. It's really fun to do that. And we're going to shift our mindset. We're going to dream like kids. We're going to spread the gospel like we are children. We're going to spread the gospel like we're new believers who understand the weight of people who are not saved. Right? Yes. So we're going to shift it all, like I said. And it doesn't matter where you are, what job you're in. If you don't like your job, you can still have an impact on the people around you. Maybe God put you in that job right now to have an impact on your coworkers right now. Maybe you don't love the job. It doesn't matter. You're there for a reason, and God's put you there for a reason. You shouldn't move until you feel like God told you to move, which would, be, which would mean you had to listen. So we are believers. We're called to be a light right? A light to the world, and that includes pouring into and guiding and building relationships with others. But if we're going to do that, how do we lead them to Jesus? You're not going to get there by talking at them. I'm not going to get you directly to Jesus right now by talking at you. It might inspire you. The Holy Spirit might work on your heart, but that would require you to listen, right? But if we want people to know we care, one of the many ways we do that is by listening, right? We're not going to go talk at someone and make them a believer. We have to listen to what's going on with them. We have to build a relationship with them, right? So number three, and this is the last point I have for you guys. It is listen as a child. In Jeremiah 33.3, it says, call to me and I will answer you and I will tell you great and hidden things that you have not known. As many of you know, whoo, sorry, I was having a workout earlier this morning, so now I'm like a little winded. But as many of you know, we're finishing up our very first week of our 21 days of fasting and prayer, which has been really, really incredible to come up here early in the morning when it is quiet and just spend time talking to the Lord. Well, does the Lord ever like heart check you guys? Well, if you get quiet, he'll heart check you. (laughs) And he started to tell me, this week as I was praying. Okay, I was in here, and I like to walk sometimes, and I like to sit sometimes, but this particular day, I was walking and praying and walking and praying, and no one else was in here, so it was kind of fun, you know, because I'm like all alone with the Lord, and I'm just praying to him, and I'm walking, and I'm walking, and I'm walking, and all of a sudden, I hear the Lord say, shh, the Lord (laughs) shushed me. (laughs) He wanted to tell me that I needed to listen, right? How many times do we go into our prayer time and we pray and we pray and then we leave because we haven't spent any quiet time with the Lord, right? You can read your Bible and the Lord can speak to you. I'm not saying he cannot. You can pray and he can speak to you. But sometimes we need to be actively listening to the Holy Spirit, right? We need to be actively paying attention to what it is he wants us to do, whose life he wants us to change. And the more that we get into that quiet time with him, the more that we can have an impact on the people around us, 
right? What if the coworker who we didn't know that we wanted to share Jesus with because they bother us all the time, what if we were supposed to share Jesus with them and we just ignored it because we didn't want to listen to the Lord? What if there is people in our children's life who need to know the Lord and we weren't listening to what our kids were saying about them. We were just assuming that this kid was a bully at school who was mean and hateful and not going through anything hard, obviously, because kids have to be going through something really hard to act crazy, which isn't always true. But there is something happening with them when they act out and we have to listen to our kids when they're telling us that there is a hard kid in school who is bullying me we need to be in prayer for that kid we need to tell our kids to go and inspire them for the lord right we need to tell our children to go and preach the gospel to those kids to the ones that are hard to the ones that are having a really hard time in their own lives they're at school with kids we cannot reach and we need to listen as a child, the Lord wants to speak to us, right? We're his children. Can you imagine not wanting to talk to your children? Can you imagine being like, I'm not going to listen to you. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to share things with you. I don't even want to correct you or fill you with things that, that maybe you need to know, right? That's not how we function as parents, right? Or as aunts and uncles, that's not how we function. We function in a way where we want to help and God wants to help. We just have to listen, right? So, hey, hey. Oh, let's try one more time. Hey, hey. It's so great to go into prayer like that. It cracks me up when you guys say listen up. Sorry. I love it. I love it. All right. I want to challenge you guys this morning. I want you to be sensitive, okay? I want you to be sensitive to what the Lord is telling you. I want you to be sensitive and prayerful over your friends, your coworkers, and more importantly, because today is Kids Takeover Service, your kids, okay? We're going to be prayerful over the kids in this house. We're going to be prayerful over the students in this house. We want them to know Jesus, right? We have to know how important it is. How many people get saved as a child? The numbers are crazy. I cannot remember the actual statistic, but it's crazy how many people are saved as children. So we see the urgency in helping and leading and guiding and listening to our children. All right, I want to do a quick testimony from two of our Summit kids, and they're going to join me up here on the stage. This is Anna Lee and Asher. Come on up, guys. I want you guys to give them a hand. These are some awesome, awesome Summit kids who actually just kind of phased out of Summit kids into Summit students, which is really, really awesome. And Sydney will be their pastor from here on out, and I'll come alongside her and help her with that. But I wanted them to share a testimony with you. So Annalie is going to begin. Go ahead, Annalie. Summit kids has helped me by teaching me how to study my Bible and use it at home. Every week we learn a new Bible verse, we would we would look up our Bible verses in our Bible and read at church, and I was able to at home. My leaders who have influenced me the most are Trayla, Sydney, and Danny, because they take time to explain how I can understand it and use it into my life. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you, Annalie. All right. That was a great testimony, Annalie. Thank you. This is Asher, and he 
honestly knows more Bible facts than I think I do because I will get up there to tell the story on Sunday and he will tell me the story before I tell it. He will just tell me the whole Bible story and I'll be like, yes, one sec, I'd like to finish. But that is awesome. So he, I asked him up here because I know that he is full of some great stuff and I wanted him to share his testimony. So here is Asher. Thank you, Trela. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Have you ever asked yourself the question, is God real? Because two years ago, I asked myself that same question, is God real? I didn't know if God was real or not. I thought God was just a myth. But then my life started to roll downhill. My house caught on fire and my dad lost his job. That night, I prayed to God and I said, why? Why would you do this to me? What have I done wrong? So that weekend, my dad said, let's go to Honey's house, which is my grandma. And so my grandma, a.k.a. Honey, is a real believer in the Christian community. She's the wisest person I know to talk about God with. She told me about Jesus, and I asked her if I could ask Jesus into my heart. And I asked Jesus into my heart that night. The next morning, I felt like my heart had been lifted by the Holy Spirit. It felt like my life had been restarted. It helps me, he helps me to do my best no matter what the challenge is. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to know that Jesus has always loved us no matter what, no matter how we look or sound. That is my testimony. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> I told you you would cry. <laughs> wow. Asher, that was great. That was great. Guys, this is what I'm trying to get you to catch on to. We have a lot of fun in Summit Kids because we want to make it fun. They're children, and we want it to be exciting for them. But this is what we want. We want kids who love the Lord. We want kids who have testimonies, who can get up here and share with a room full of adults their testimony, right? How God has used them and impacted their lives. That is what we are trying to do in Summit Kids, and we just wanted to share that with you today. Will you guys pray with me, please? Father, we are so thankful to be able to come in your presence today. I am so thankful for these Summit kids, God. I'm so thankful for the kids in this community, God, for the kids in the panhandle. We are going after them, Lord. We're going after them with you in mind, God. We are seeking them. We want them to know you, God. We know they can have an impact, Lord, on the community around them. We know they're in the schools, God. They can touch lives that need to be touched. They can touch kids' lives who can have parents saved. God, these kids have so much potential in you. We are so thankful for them. It is in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for being a part of the Summit Church podcast today. We pray that God used today's podcast to draw you closer to him. You can stay in the know at Summit by following us on social media. Thank you again for being a part. This is the Summit Church podcast.